0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSC. Good afternoon and welcome to the COP update with me, Gav and the LFC Day Trippers. Um, someone straight in says, late. I'm not." It's bang on two o'clock. Um when I'm on my own, I'm I I'm here on time. With the other lads that are the issue. Let's get that straight before we move on. Um half an hour or so to talk around Liverpool topics, updates and stuff like that. Of course, it's gonna be dominated by transfer window stuff because links keep appearing every day. How reliable they are, we don't know. Um but we'll have a little chat around them because they bring up players names. We have a chat around those players and then we'll move on and see if anything develops over the days and weeks before the transfer window slams shut, as they say on a popular, um, sports channel. Um, straight in, Garrett Mack says James Pierce saying Diaz is a highly rated but not on the agenda currently. Asking price of sixty million pounds plus is too high for someone who will be backup. I take issue with that. Who will be backup? I hate that. Um, Diogo Jota was signed and everyone thought he'd be backup. And um, Diogo Jota is in the team. It's not about backup. It's about having quality and being able to rotate and being able to, you know, trust in in them players whoever come in to have a run of su- successive games that what they will do. Um, Perform for you, you know, and and that's a little bit where Liverpool have gone down the wrong road for me. You know, I genuinely think Minamino and and Origi are are backup. They're backup to, and um, basically what the category that puts them into was we don't trust them to start put our backup if we if, if we have an emergency. Um so I take issue with that um with regards to backup. I don't go along with it, but James Pierce is saying that. And um, we're gonna talk about Luis Diaz, we're gonna talk about Divo Origi, um Philip Coutinho, and anything else that you want to do. Um or talk about in the chat, throw it in. Um, 50 odd people watching, 22 likes. So make sure you bash that like button. Um, subscribe if you haven't already and comment, absolutely comment. Get all your stuff in there in the next half an hour and we'll fill the half an hour as much as we can. And don't forget there's a share button on YouTube as well if you want to share it to your social media. Um, let's start with Divock Origi because if there's any room, and if there's any if there's any concrete Kind of link to Luis Diaz, I think a lot will depend on Divacorigi. And the way that's the way I read it, that's just my personal opinion. I'm not on here to tell you that we're doing this or we're doing that. We're here to have a chat around what we think might happen or what our opinion is on player A, player B, or player C coming in or going out of Liverpool Football Club. Klopp has made some comments with regards to Divacorigi in the last little while, particularly when he scores away at Preston, he scores. At AC Milan, um, scores a couple of goals and, you know, everyone's buzzing off Divock Origi again. And the comments he made was that he was very surprised that somebody didn't come in for Divock Origi, um in the summer because he feels that um, he's a really, really good striker. But behind all of that, you definitely felt that if he'd have got the right beard, he would have let him go. And I think Divock Origi is is the is the key To what we do up front. Um, Adam Edmonds says, Gav, the man of many fleeces. I do love a jumper. Um, I do love a jumper. And I have another one on today. Um, The Mrs. Goes Mad, by the way. Because just jumpers belong to me all over the house. Um, I just pick them up and put them on, put them down, put them in the wash. They come back out. I put them on straight away. So there you go. And that's the story around the jumper. (coughs) But, um, Divock Rigi, yeah. Klopp, I think, would let him go if he got the right price. The club would let him go if he got the right price. There's a bit of confusion. Um, I seen um, Jay Royley on Twitter earlier, and he was he was just mentioning about um, interest in Divock Origi and saying that there is some confusion over uh, Divok's contract. Now he signed one in two thousand nineteen that looked like a five year deal, which will bring him to twenty twenty four. Um. I think he's out in 2023. I think he's along the same lines as Mane, Salah and Firmino. So you're looking at 18 months left on his deal. And I think if Liverpool to- got a good bid for him, they will go and take it. I've seen, we've seen West Ham linked to them. We've seen um, Newcastle linked to them. And that's come up again today. Lazio have been linked to them. There's been another another couple in there um, that have been linked with Divock Origi. But the latest one, is Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, of course, are making moves. They're, they're being linked with Aaron Ramsey on a loan from Juventus. Juventus want them off the wage bill I want them out of the club. They're being linked with Luca Dean, um, 22 million plus. Sean Longstaff, <coughs> the elder brother of the Longstaffs, who, per, of course, was linked with a 40 million pound move to Manchester United the summer before last, I think. Um, so they're making moves and the latest one is that Diva Carigi is on their radar as a forward. Now, my only worry on this is that Newcastle look for a loan deal on this. That's my worry on it because um, Callum Wilson went down with an injury, didn't he, against United? And we don't know how severe it is and Callum Wilson does get injured. And after Callum Wilson, they struggle up front. And I'm wondering, are they looking at Eva Origi as a loan option? Somebody says they're um, six months left on Origi's deal. I don't think there's six months left on Origi's deal. Um, I really, really don't. I th- I think there's 18 months left. Um, sorry, it was Barry Devaney says that. Uh, six months left. I think there's more than that. I think there's 18 months left on his deal. I think that. I think 2024 is no way, but I think 2023 is more uh, realistic. Gareth says Randy's on 388 thousand euros a week at UV, which is fucking unreal, isn't it? He went there on um, he went there on uh, free, didn't he, from Arsenal? But that's my worry that Liverpool loan Divock Origi and what did he do then? Because I keep saying it, the next signing for Liverpool is huge up front. It's huge. Like, but I still think that Origi holds the key to it. I think if you get, if you get Origi out, and I'm not saying Liverpool are looking to push him out, I think if they get the right deal, um, they will let him go. If they got to 50, 20 million was the number last summer and it looked like People kind of scoffed at that, whereas it was probably around 10 to 15 now. I think people would take a, a goal, on him, especially like the Newcastle who need goals and to stay up. So it's one of those. But I'm only seeing Divock Origi leave Liverpool if it's A, on a permanent deal, and B, they have somebody lined up. Um, as I said, Newcastle are linked um, this morning. Lazio are linked, and there'll be one or two others in as well. Paddy Lawson says he loves me. Uh, he texts me that every day, and I text him back saying "love you too." He's now doing it on YouTube, which is great. Um, I'll I'll text you afterwards, Paddy. Um, so the diva curry stuff. Let me know what you think. Would you do it? Um, or would you be like me? You'd only do it if it was a permanent deal, but you're bringing somebody in. But that somebody that comes in is not a Divock Origi level. And what I mean by that is I'm not slating Divock Origi's ability as a footballer. I'm saying the level of what he is within the squad, because as James Pearce reports that Diaz is too pricey for someone that would be back up, Luis Diaz is coming in. And from what I've read and, and what I've actually heard from other people, you know, um really, really highly rated and won't be coming along to just be a bit part like Divock Origi or would, what would you do? Would you move Origi out, take Lewis Diaz if possible to get him and then you're really looking at, then you have five that are really top end. You know, you have Minamino there as well, but you have five there that you can rotate rather than four. And even when you have four to rotate, it can cause problems because one of them is out of form you're left with three and you're having to play them three while well, the other guy gets into form. You know, Mane is getting a lot of abuse this season over his form. You know, Firmino's only coming back from from injury. You know, Jota has really hot streaks and go a bit cold for a couple of games. Salah is just Salah. Um, so let me know. Let me know what you you would do today. Um, let me see. Coyle, 96, 96, um, he says um this is on Vlahovic of uh, Fiorentina. He says I would sell a in the summer and bring in Vlahovic from Fiorentina. Now the rumour around Vlahovic, just to get into him, is um that Arsenal are interested in him. And they've offered somewhere around I think it was fifty million plus um Terrera, their midfielder, the, um that has played in Italy. I'm not too sure who he's out with at the moment. Um he could be back. Was he with Santori? He could be back there. But the rumour is that his stock is quite good in Italy. So, 50 million plus Terrera is what Spores are looking at. A Vlatovic. um Arsenal, sorry. Spores are looking at a Vlatovic as well. So, I don't know. I don't know if he moves in January. But, Kev was telling us last night that Fiorentina are making a move for a Hertha Berlin striker. So, the rumor's going to ramp up there that this Hertha Berlin striker is coming in in January. Because Vlatovic is on the move. So, it looks like... um It looks like that might be something, might be something that happens in January. And Kieran B says that loads are in for Vlahovic. The way I read the Vlavic situation is that, and this again is only me reading stuff and and kind of seeing reports and, and different journals and stuff like that, is that I get the feeling he's being touted around a little bit. He's being towed around, t- t- and I'm not doubting his quality, but it, it sounds a bit like the Nicolas Pepe situation when he went to Arsenal because he was a £40 million player that went for 72, and they literally hung him around Liverpool's neck all summer until the price went up and Arsenal paid that £72 million. So So um, we'll have to see what goes on there. I'd be surprised if they let him go in January, but we'll, and they could be just bringing in that striker from to Berlin to complement their squad, that's allowed as well. You don't have to bring someone in just to get rid of someone out. But in Liverpool's case, I think it is, one goes, one comes in, and we keep those numbers going. Uh, Pia Tech on loan to Fiorentina, says Emma Cavanagh. So, um, yeah, they could be just bringing him in on loan to, to complement their squad. And, and Liverpool have a spot in their squad. Shakiri went and wasn't a so they have got a, a spot in their squad. But, you know, it's... It's, it's an interesting one. I think I think it um depends on Divo Carrigi and whether he moves or not. And I think if Liverpool get the right deal they will. Another player at Liverpool that it looks like they're openly looking to get the right money for him will let them let him leave. And the player himself, um, despite being really happy and delighted to be playing at Liverpool, um, would look for more football as Nat Phillips. Now I think the norm, the, the price on am now Phillips at the moment is around fifteen million pounds, which a lot of people go what fifteen million pounds? He's done nothing wrong at Liverpool. Um, I think the fact that he was away at Stuttgart's second team on loan, he comes back, he goes back to them, and now he's back at Liverpool. You see how well he done last season. He plays away at the San Siro and looks not a problem to him. Um, he's actually turned himself into a, I think a good standard um centre, Premier League centre half, and if you. If you want a good standard Premier League centre-half, 15 million is nothing. Absolutely nothing to you. That looks like it, it's something that may happen in January. Um, Phillips has been quoted in, the, in in recent times saying that he, he does want to play more football. He does sign a long-term deal in the summer with Liverpool, but I think that's an absolute case of protecting his value because they've seen how well he done last season. And now it's probably, we're well over the... Van Dijk and Gomez injuries Kanate is really um, looking good when he plays and Matip so far has stood up really well injury wise so it's probably the right time and we did speak about it last summer where we said he'll probably stay until January until we make sure everything's alright on the injury front at centre half and we have a bit more of insurance there with regards to August to December And now it looks like um, He will leave £15 million is the number There was rumour yesterday That a Premier League club Had bid £7 million, And I don't even know If Liverpool You know Even entertained that um, But that was the number um, That was the number That was being touted About uh, Kevin Sullivan says £15 million for an English Premier League defender At that age is absolutely fair It is It is absolutely fair I think it's fair Um It's it's um it it's one of those where he's done well he's done nothing wrong and and you know I I do think people will hold the fact that he's been out on loan against them and understand the standard of football he's played but he plays the Premier League quite a bit last season and when he comes in there with a call against AC Milan he looks like he's played fucking fifteen twenty games this season so that Nath Phillips one I think might rumble on Newcastle bid seven million pounds apparently for Nath Phillips now that's Newcastle testing the waters if that's true that's fine but I think. If they've started at seven and we won 15, you'll probably end up around, it could be 10 rising to 12 or 12 out straight. That's usually how it works. Um, Nico Williams is the interest amongst us, Kev. What do people think of Nico Williams? Because I'm not comfortable on losing anyone out of this squad. No matter what way you rate them, there are a number in the squad and there's someone that's needed. And we've, we've used quite a few good few players this season, both in the league and the Cups. Even if you look in the league, we've used quite a lot of Quite a good few players. Nico Williams seems the natural replacement at right back um, if Trent needs a game off. You could argue James Milner, but when you look at James Milner and look at the midfielder performing, we probably performing and availability and all that sort of stuff. He's probably going to be called upon more in midfield. And if you call upon James Milner for 190 minutes on a Saturday, the chance of him going and covering at the week or during the week at right back is minimal, Um But having said that, how many games does Trent miss through injury? It's usually a rest that he's only given and, and he's getting that at the moment. Let's be honest about it. Um, Kieran says Nico has improved. I'd give him more time. Um, Avo says injuries can't be accounted for with COVID. We would lose four or five defenders in, in one non match day. Very true. Um, David Lennon feels that Nico is needed for cover for Trent Alexander Arnold. That's absolutely, that's absolutely true as well. Um, Jamie how hey, you, Jamie he says Nico Williams isn't good enough in my opinion never beats his man plays safe and looks inside yeah he does um, I think he's improved a little bit on that I will say that I think he's improved a little bit on that and I think the fact that he's being pushed forward in some games has helped him but when you look at numbers in the squad I think he's he's the only he's the only one there for me at the moment that can cover as I said James Milner's there but I think he's needed more in midfield at the moment TJs has winding me up now I'd play Oxford right back never had Absolutely never happened. Ali a says Gav, Luis Diaz, Orofina. So, Luis Diaz, let's, you might as well have a proper chat on him because we've talked about, you know, Divock Origi and, and his movement and does that open up a space for somebody. The the, the buyout clause, I think, is €70 million. Euros. Um, And I think there's so, the lads were telling me last night that there's something to do with his image rights as well. I think Porto have to pay 20% of... Image rights, um, or you need to pay twenty percent of image rights as well on top of that. So it could end up being a little bit higher than the bio clause for his contract. Um, it's a third party, image rights thing, and you Liverpool would need to pay that. So you know you don't know how high that's going to go then again that's a buyout clause you don't always have to meet it if you look at um Kieran Trippier at Newcastle 31 million euros uh, or 21 million pounds buyout clause he went to Newcastle for 12 you know um all these players are covered by these buyout clauses and as an insurance policy um so Liverpool could probably go win a 40 50 but he's lighting it up in he's lighting it up in Portugal he he hasn't been the best in the Champions League from what i've seen him there was flashes of it um when we went away to porto he was he was definitely the best player when he played at anfield um and they were really really looking they they were really looking um for, for him every time he got the ball to try get back in the game you know a couple of lads of this podcast and lads that were on this podcast and have appeared on this podcast are, are huge huge um fans of luis Diaz. i've only seen a limited amount of them so i'm going on those lads um talk of him and he is highly rated um shawnee shawnee's had enough he's he's straight in here right straight off his lunch he says uh the backup stuff is rubbish we paid 40 million for Kanate and he's backup we paid 40 million for Kanate and i don't like the word backup when you get to a certain level in football you don't have backup you have a quality squad like no one goes around and says if you pick city's front three for argument's sake, just see his front three, and you say this: right, "I'm going to play Jesus, I'm going to play Marez, and I'm going to play Phil Foden." Just for argument's sake, nobody's referring to Raheem Sterling as backup. Not a chance. And if you pick a team for Liverpool at the weekend, and you say, "I want Salah, Mane, and Firmino." Nobody's calling Jota backup. Or if you pick Jota, nobody's calling Firmino backup. You're, you're putting them in. It, it, what happens is you end up putting them in a bubble of, oh, the front four, we pick three from. Make it the front five and pick three. Don't make it the front three or front four and these two are backup. That's where your squad falls down. And I just think the comments from Klopp with regards to Origi, I think if he gets the right number, he goes. Um, Luis Diaz, though. Um and this sorry and it looks like Shawnee is 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 gay crashing this but he's not because he's thinking exactly what I was about to say next exactly Gav Diaz is a natural heir to Mane eh? and that's what I'm thinking that's what I'm thinking and I've gone on about it um we've gone on about it for for ages about and I have the next sign of being huge if you bring in the likes of a Diaz and I'm not saying it's going to happen I'm not saying it's you know it's it's not um it's not. There's no truth in what's being said. I literally come on here to tell you what's being thrown around the place and let's talk about it. We're not going to make a big decision on it. We're just going to talk about it. What do we think of Luis Diaz? Would he do this? Would he do that? And then we move on. If it progresses and um, a bid goes in or it's accepted or he becomes a Liverpool player, great. Happy days. You know what I mean? And we we'll go from there. we we'll take it step by step. But I'm not sitting here telling you that Liverpool are signing Luis Diaz and I won't. Um, I just because why would I? Um, but but this is the thing: if Diaz comes in, and he's looking to take Manny's place, right? And because he plays off that left hand side, he's looking to take Manny's place. And if Manny wants to fight him for it, happy days. We've five players now that are going to absolutely kill each other other's into a team. Um. And says exclusive Gav says Diaz is happening <laughs> don't fucking do that I'm not no way um, I'm not um, I strongly deny those um, allegations that you've made but you five players killing each other to get in only Mo Salah is probably guaranteed a place in, this, in the front three then you're looking at Firmino or Jota Mane or Diaz or whoever it might be but that's what I'm saying when when that player comes in, it has to be somebody that if you if you get a year down the line, they're not just kind of all, somebody that I'm bringing someone in and Diaz will still be, you know, back up, as people would call it, or, you know, he probably wouldn't start many games. You want them in a year's time to go, I'm starting. I don't give a fuck about Sadio Mane or anybody else. Um, Expat uh, Life Real Spain. Um... He says, "And look, you're getting fat. You, you get Liverpool fans to feel this. All this is FSG bullshit." He said, "They won't buy anyone as normal. They just put all these names out there, but have no interest in buying anyone." Um, they haven't done enough. Expat, I'll call you Expat if that's okay. They haven't done enough. Um, we've we spoke about it in last January. We spoke about it last summer. Um, but they don't put the names out. That's the only thing I would say. They don't put the names out because Liverpool are like watertight when it comes to, to news, like watertight. You. And you'll notice, but if you go back two or three years and look at the amount of journalists that are reporting Liverpool news on a daily basis, not many of them are left, if any. They, they've gone away and they're doing other stuff. You know, they, they aren't specifically concentrating on Liverpool day in and day out because you used to be able to get plenty of news and now you don't. Now you just don't. So, um, give me a yes or give me a no in the um, chat for Luis Diaz if you think A, it might happen, or let me know if you think it would happen, or if you think it might happen. Do you think it's a good sign? Um, But again, we don't know if anything. We don't know if anything's going to come, but it is a name that's being linked. Um Philippe Coutinho was on a radar of f- a fair few clubs. I read yesterday it was three clubs in England, were in talks. Um, Ali Ace has Gav Porto have FFP issues, Um so. I don't know I don't know about that I don't know the ins and outs of Porto's finances but again it's if Luis Diaz is on Liverpool's um, is on Liverpool's radar we'll just have to wait and see we don't again we don't know Graham McCarty says James Pierce has just shut down the, the Diaz rumours I've I've just put up a while ago what he said but I disagree with what he's saying and I don't disagree I'm not telling I'm not saying that James Pierce is wrong in what he's saying because who am I to tell him he's wrong but the fact the line that it's too expensive for a backup. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. Are we just going to keep signing backups or players that we don't feel are can challenge this front three until the the lads are in the mid thirties? I don't think so. I don't think that's the right way to go. Um so Diaz, give me a yes. Um and if it's if it's not Diaz, tell me who you would like. Otherwise I know Rafinha comes up a hell of a lot. Um but yeah, Philip Coutinho, The the rumour last night, um well it's coming out of Barcelona. Really. And by the way, the Diaz stuff is a lot of it's coming out of Portugal. And when it comes out of their, their home nation, um and they're reliable enough journalists, you kinda of take a bit of notice. So just to let you know, a lot of it is coming out of um a lot of it is coming out of Portugal. So, um Coutinho, yeah. There was three teams apparently in the Premier League that were interested in them. The rumour was Liverpool were one of them. Aston Villa are most definitely one of them because um because it's been widely reported that Aston Villa have made an approach for Filipe Coutinho. The way Barcelona are looking at it, they want him out. Um, I think they want him out on a permanent deal. They want his wages off the wage bill. I, I can't see him going for more than any £20 million. Pound. And, you know, he's probably on two hundred grand a week. I don't know if a club can get Barcelona to commit to... 30 40 or 50 percent of that For the remainder of his contract That will be at Barcelona Which I think will be eighteen eight months Now this morning At the talk Is that five or six clubs Are interested Now if If um If five or six clubs In the in England are interested Which Is not beyond the realms Of like possibility There has to be more There has to be more uh, Um You know on the continent In the likes of Spain Um Even Germany Italy Um That have to be interested in Coutinho. Um, if they can get, if they can get him at a hundred grand a week and twenty million, and get him on a couple of years deal. The only issue with him is that he hasn't lit up at all at Barcelona. He went on loan to Bayern. He did win the European Cup there. In fairness to him, he has had some muscle injuries. He has had some knee injuries as well. So it's a bit of a risk. Um, because Coutinho must be, would he be twenty eight? ish now, um Jamie says the romantic in me can't help but like the idea of Stevie and Coutinho. The romantic in most Liverpool fan in a lot of Liverpool supporters is the whole idea of having him in this side, um because he really looked good in this Liverpool side before he left. He was he was on track to, um, beat his goals and assists record that he'd done in sixteen seventy, and when he left, um, so it's it's one of those um. Norman has thrown a few names at us. He says, I'm guessing our next forward signing will be in the summer, either Harvey Barnes, um, Smiley Sar, Pedro Neto or uh, Bone from West Ham. Um, Barca are after Keita, says Alan C. That's according to the Echo. I did see this the other day. Um, The talk, there was some talk that, you know, Klopp was willing to, Cut his losses on him at the end of the season. And Barcelona were in pole position. That was reported by, I think, Nacional, I think, as a Spanish outlet. I don't know how true that is. Um, And I think that came off the back of Liverpool being linked with with a midfielder as well. Um, So we'll have to wait and see. He's 29 now. He's 29. Veranda Chies says, I'm very grumpy. No, I'm not. Stop, Veranda Chies. Um, I'm only grumpy because you won't come and play Wars on with me on the Xbox. Um, Let me see. Uh, Rima Toynew. And I hope I said that right. Apologies if I haven't. He says I don't understand why FSG don't get players off contract. Makes sense with the way they run the club. There's a there's a big list of players that are out of contract in the summer, but it's about getting them. Like and and a couple of them in there, like Mbappe. You know, it's it bitter stuff. Um, there is the likes of Zakaria who's been linked with Liverpool over the last couple of days in a possible January move, but we'll have to wait and see. Um. Ant reckons a six-month loan for Coutinho would be well worth the risk. And somebody says, um, Lawrence, sorry, Lawrence, I mean, we discussed this a little bit on the quiz last night. Um, if we got Coutinho, where would he play? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Chris Chris felt that he'd be your front three option. I don't think so. I think I think if you're signing Coutinho for Liverpool now, you're looking to play him in the role that Harvey Elliott excelled at at the start of the season. And the role that Henderson was good at up until recently when I think he's been a little bit poor. And because when you look at that midfield, you're looking for the protection of Fabinho, you're looking at the control, the vision, the passing range of, of um, and the cool head and getting us out of trouble at times in Thiago with just very intelligent balls that just open things up for us. And then you're looking for somebody that's going to Push a little bit higher up the pitch than you would normally see in a Liverpool midfield over the last couple of years. You know, we knew it was a functional midfield that worked hard and that was the basis of everything we'd done. But I think we're trying to be a little bit more um, progressive on that right hand side. And you're seeing how Elliot, and who who's due back in January, by the way, but you're seeing how Elliot was, was doing so well. I think if you put Coutinho in there, he could excel. Um, but again, it's all about the farm he's been in. Um, the injuries he's had how reliable he is like I don't know someone could go and look and see how many games he's been available for Barcelona and I mean available not played because I know he's I think they've wrecked him to be honest with you um, mentally I think they've absolutely wrecked him um, with regards to just how he is in his own head and, and football and stuff at Barcelona um, and some people say well good enough for you you're forced to move there and that's true but Um, a lot of waters passed under that bridge since. Um, Georgie replying to Norman who mentioned Harvey Barnes. Barnes signed a new huge deal with Leicester just last year. He'd cost a lot of money if anyone wants to buy him. He would, but you know how this works, Georgie. If if a player wants out, they want out. You know, I don't know how many years the likes of um, uh, the really good fella at Chelsea who are obviously only plays against us and um, the midfielder Kante I don't know how many years he had left on his contract I don't know how many years Mares had left on his contract and or Chilwell I don't know but I, I wouldn't say he'd only a year left on that deal when they went to um, Chelsea Man City and Chelsea again you know now Leicester have got this thing of selling a big player usually every season and that's fine because players want to move on no disrespect to Leicester they want to go up to the next level and when a player wants it a player will get it Um Kieran says um, Coutinho to Liverpool. He's not completely um, not completely sold on it. <clears throat> Handy for taking set pieces, though. Look, we'll have to wait and see. Catino is be. It's open that Coutinho wants to leave Barcelona. Wants to play more football. I think England will feel a lot more like home to him than Spain, Italy, or Germany would because he spent five years at Liverpool. Um, yeah, five. Yeah, f- five years to Liverpool. Yeah, so it's probably where he's been longest in his career. Um Liverpool will always get mentioned until he makes that move. When he makes that move, it's all done and dusted. Aston Villa seems a good move for him, especially the way they play, and he looks like he could be a direct replacement for uh Buendia, who hasn't who hasn't really uh progressed at Aston Villa, and I'm not too sure he's he's I'm not too sure how impressed Stephen Gerrard is with him. Um Angel nineteen sixty eight says I'd be looking for a replacement for Fabinho, he's beginning to look extremely slow. Um it is a big show. Um, and says it's a mad show. It's a big, big show. Um, but Fabinho just comes back all the time and, and proves us wrong. Um, you know, until I see a Liverpool midfield where the other two are in form, but Fabinho starting to struggle, then I then I worry. I feel a bit sorry for him at times when he's in there and we lose all shape, we lose all even control, and he's just left trying to put out forwards all over the place. Um. Let me see, let me see. Telemans over Barnes is Emma Cavanagh. Telemans splits opinion. Telemans always splits opinion. You know, people are like, Telemans is this, that, and you're that. And then other, words, other times people are like, no, no, wouldn't go near Telemans. But Coutinho, we have to wait and see. Keep an eye out on the Nat Phillips stuff, because I think that will progress. I think something will happen in January. I think any hope of bringing a forward in in January, I think rests on what happens with Divock And if Newcastle have opened with a £7 million bid... Um, we were talking to Kendall, the, the Newcastle fan the other night, and she was saying Newcastle are going in with bids and they're progressing two or three bids and then they're, they'll stop and walk away. It looks like they might do the same with Sven Botman. twenty five million euros, uh, rejected. She feels that they'll probably go X amount of million over that and then they just, they have backup options and they'll pull away. So if they have made a bid on Diva Origi, you could probably expect maybe one or two more and then. They'll, they'll walk away they have backups and they have backups because they've plenty of money to be able to turn around and go forget it and it makes them actually look good if they pull out with some deals and walk and go somewhere else because it shows other clubs that they aren't there just to be absolutely taken to the cleaners and it's it's quite an intelligent move by Newcastle and we got a bit of stick to it tonight, um, after the show saying oh, why, why is this in for Newcastle it's not a lot of people don't agree with the owners Newcastle have, but it is what it is. And you have to discuss the situation as it sits. And as it sits, Newcastle have owners that are the richest in the world. Whether it's good, bad, indifferent, right or wrong, that's just the way it is at the moment. Um, somebody wants Gonsalves, um Zed. He wants... Uh, Consalves, I'm probably saying that wrong, but that's the way I've read it. Uh, Reclaimer says Taylor is a shy, in his opinion. Um, Bone gives me Danny Ings vibes, says Wayne Stewart. Um, we need a right back cover for Trent like we do Simicas, um, for Robbo, says Ryan. Um, Tusha Mendy, says Norman, is someone who I've watched a lot of. interest to see where he eventually ends up. Um, let me see. Um, bu- bu- bum, I think that's it. Uh, oh, Georgie says Thielman's is the one that they expect at Lesser. They all expect to live in the summer. Thielman's is the one. Uh, so hard to get a Trent replacement right back, who's good out wing and also as false fullbacks as Lawrence Veto. Yeah, you're going to end up with a totally different player. You, you you're just are and you have to, you have to suit your system to it because Trent is just ridiculous. Um, He's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, Lamptey is quality, says uh, Garmack. Lamptey is, I think he has some injury issues as well, but he's lightning. He's electric. I was at Anfield when, they played, when we played Brighton and every time he gets on it, you can actually hear the whole ground going, oh, he has the ball, you know. Uh, Byron, one One. Kate says uh, cradle to cradle. Um, again, we'll have to wait and see. Nothing solid coming out on them. Let's be honest, there's nothing solid coming out at the moment. But as I said, I'm not here to tell you who are signing or who are not signing or what's going to happen. Um, I'm only here to... Give the names, throw them out there, have a little discussion about them and move on. And if they progress, we'll absolutely talk about them the next day or on some of our shows in the evening. That's what it's all about. Just having a chat at lunchtime and, um, yeah, seeing how everyone feels. There's a name now. Um, and I'll leave it at this afterwards. Garmax says, says, um, how come nobody is mentioning Hossam Uwara anymore? I'd love to know. How many years he has left on that deal at at Leon? Because he seems to be linked with Liverpool and others for about three years now. And it was always felt that with his contract, um, you could get him at this rate. And then there was talk they they wanted €30 million last summer and no one went near him. What is going on there? Because um, Bonkers reckons it's about €20 for him. And he's so highly rated and has been for years. But no one seems to... No one seems to... Um, pull the trigger on him um, I think Graham McGarty says Gav loves him any time I've seen him play I, I really like him really 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 like him um, and then sorry I said I was going to leave her but I'm not Emma Cavanaugh says Saints just being taken over for 100 million um, they could make that money by selling a few test the water on James Ward Price and Liveramento, um, Liveramento is quality yeah he's been Really good When I've seen him James Ward Price I think The chance for a good move For James Ward Price I don't know if it's past and by And I don't know what age he is But I feel that he's been Linked away from Southampton For a good few years And it's never happened It could happen But it just feels like When he was at I'm not saying he was at his peak But when he was The interest on him Was really high He stayed at, at Southampton now, That could change But the Southampton one Is interesting Um you know, they've been taken over by, I think, a guy that runs TV stations and stuff. So they've, they've plenty of money there. And this is what you're going to get now. I think this is a trend you're going to see where clubs like Newcastle, um, Southampton and others that are in that level at the moment where you can get them at a decent price. You're, you're going to see people come in and try go in there and take over and push them onto the next level. I think that's definitely what you're going to see in the next while. Um, 250 watching, 91 likes. Get over 100 before we leave. Thanks. Um, if you can't, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you can share, absolutely do that as well. We're here Monday to Friday at 2pm doing this sort of thing every day and talking about any of the news around Liverpool as well. But it is dominated by transfer links in January. But when we get into February, March, April, we'll start doing different bits, maybe bring in guests as well on this show for a half an hour or so that we're on i hope you're enjoying it if you're not tell me you're not and if there's enough people that don't enjoy it we'll just stop all right i'll um go off and do something else at two o'clock for a half an hour and um, sit down and watch telly or something along them lines and um, we'll have just with regards to the rest of the shows um we've we'll been night off tonight. obviously we're going to do a post-match game a uh, show for the game but obviously the game is off um and Sports Unplugged is back tomorrow. Then we have to wait to see what's going on with the, with the FA uh, Cup game at the weekend. But we will have the fat back, far back on Sunday as a definite and then back into normal stuff coming next uh, Monday. I will be back at 2 p.m. tomorrow, which is Friday, which is the last of days for the week. It's been the first week of them and they've gone really well. The um, the feedback has been really good. So feedback is massive. Um good, bad and different. so the comments underneath afterwards absolutely go and lash comments in there, your opinions, how you feel, Um, this is going or what would you like to see and we'll try to do our best because at the end of the day we come on here to do what you want to do no point me being here doing what I want to do and you don't like it because you won't be here then Um, last one, Conroy uh, Conroy, hey Conroy um, if Origi goes Gav, do you think we replace in January, I think uh, absolute madness if we didn't, if you let Origi go in January, um and you're saying to yourself, "This front four is there," and you're back up, um, because that's where he is. He's not threatening that front four at the moment. Um, is down to Minamino and possibly oxlade Chamberlain out a push because you want to push him up there. Um, no, I think it's absolutely madness. So if he does go, um, I think if he does go, yeah, it's it, you'd have to think Liverpool are bringing someone in. But I want if he goes, I want him to bring someone big in. I wanted to bring someone big in and that's without having any FSG hatter on. That's just me as a football supporter going, If he goes, bring someone big in and um let's let's make a move on that and, and do it now and it's six months. It's six months, isn't it? Where you can Beg a fella in, he might do really well for you, but he's ready to go for next season. That's a huge thing as well for me. Um, that has been the cop update. Thanks a million for joining me. Um, loads and loads of people watching, which is excellent. We'll be back tomorrow at two p.m. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. See you tomorrow. Um, two shows on the channel. Have a good one. Right, Over and Sports Social Podcast Network.